Nerdaplex Welcome to the Nerdaplexy Movie Review Show mini-episode. This is where we break down our breakdowns of the movies we just watched, answer your pressing question, and let you know what to check out for next time. My name is Reed, and with me today we have... Sam. And Dave. So let's dive in. Uh, the time after the time that we watched Time Cop. But also the time before. What a time to be alive. You're always in a, a, a state of... Before the next time you watch Time Cop and after the last time you watch Time Cop. Right. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to watch Time Cop again. How could you not? I don't know. Uh, those splits. They're just... That, cala, that Calipigian man. I saw that, but I didn't know what you meant by that. This, good, this is good vocabulary. That could be the, That's the lesson for today. Calipigian just means having well-shaped buttocks. <laughs> Aha. <laughs> It's the important words. That's why you come to Nerdaplexy is for the education. From Venus Calipige? Calip- Calipagos? Calipagos. Is that a Greek man who had a mythic butt? The Calipigian Venus. Yeah, she got a good butt. Yeah, all right. I didn't know if it had anything to do with the splits or not. <laughs> I mean, it does. <laughs> In a way. It's where he derives all of his power. From that cake. <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> That donkey. <laughs> I don't know if it came up or if it happened at all. Um, I'm a little surprised. Maybe it's a little departure uh, of form. But in the next movie uh, we've got coming up, which is going to be Street Fighter, a little spoiler for the end of the episode. I don't think he does any splits in that one. Not a one. I think he was too drunk. Not many splits. No, no good zoom ins on butts. You know, and if let this be a lesson to you kids. Don't don't do cocaine. Your butt will suffer. Your splits will suffer. Your audience suffers. <laughs> Your splits will suffer. He wasn't on... I wonder if they're like, all right, um, John, today is... Uh, we're going to do the splits today. He's like, I'm going to do the splits. He's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Can't do the splits when you got the shits, I guess. <laughs> I can't get past... A, I, I can't get past 150 degrees. Why bother? I think he still could have done it all coked up. I just don't think it was written in the movie. Or maybe his splits were too powerful. <laughs> When he was yeah, he was hyped up, it was a little too much. They can't be captured on film. Well, I know that they cut a lot. Um, they had they had to cut it back for they they cut it back for ratings and then put put more stuff back in. But we'll certainly get to all of that on the next episode. Well, if they cut it back for ratings, it's possible that there were many splits, but they were all uh, bottomless. Oh, there you yes. go. There's a super cut Sam needs. Now we're talking talking Streak Fighter. <laughs> oh man. Is that the um? Actually, the, funny that you should mention it. That was the name of the Garbage Pail Kids tournament fighter. It was called Streak Fighter, really. Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> Streak Fighter Two. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Turbo farts, <laughs> turbo. <laughs> is this is this real or is this a goof? Fartmanship edition. This feels like a goofums. I thought turbo was pretty I good. I see but... <laughs> Baby Blanca, a Garbage Pail Kid. I see Pete Fighter. I don't really get that one. <laughs> What's strange is uh, the Blanca was just in there. Not a Capcom property, but they did have a Blanca, so. Yeah, Garbage Pail Kid, Baby Blanca. It's looking pretty cute, actually. They also had a, um, you know, like uh, Soul Calibur does, where they have one, you know, kind of out of context. Like a Freddy Krueger character? Yeah, like your Freddy's and your Jason's, your Yoda's and Darth Vader's. There was a little crossover IP with the Garbage Pail Kids. It's a My Little Pony, so you, you would think that that game would actually be a hit even for that, just uh, in and of itself. But uh, 
make garbage pail kids is in my little ponies no man <laughs> it's okay not a good bit if i've lost no. you <laughs> as it turns out yeah no they didn't do a, t- a garbage pail kid tournament fighter but they did do a <laughs> baby blanca yeah there's an actual baby blanca that's pretty dope although he wouldn't have been green and orange per the movie but ah, i'm doing the wrong movie we watch Time Cop. Yeah, it's not a good bit. <laughs> Cut it. <laughs> no, now I gotta leave it in. We've been talking about oh, it. Oh no, I don't think so. We can talk about anything <laughs> else for a certain amount of time and and just completely erase that that ever existed. But what else is there really? Do you watch any movies? Read. You're the globe trotter as far as f- new films go. Yeah. No, I was I was going to today, but I just decided I couldn't. The only the only real new movie that was there's two movies out this week and i really didn't feel inspired to see either one the the first one is top gun maverick number one film in america it's probably gonna make a bajillion dollars <laughs> yeah i've heard only good things it's a good thing you guys both stood up and saluted when you said that because i don't hate a tom cruise it's required i'm recently obsessed with the mission impossible movies i just uh i don't know it's a nice day and I figured uh, I dug in my garden for a little while. For all. Val Kilmer literally can't speak, and he's in that movie. And they used AI to make his voice. Why That's can't bananas. he speak? He's throat he's cancer. throat cancer. Oh, I did not know that. That's why he's not really in movies anymore, which is kind of fucking... But now he can be. With AI. So, as far as new movies I watched, <laughs> I watched the Chip and Dale Rescue Ranger movie, and that thing is amazing. It was so good. That movie slaps chock full of Easter eggs. Every Disney afternoon thing you could think of makes an appearance. And Ugly Sonic, of course. Ugly Sonic. Spoiler, no spoiler. They got they got him. The human teeth <laughs> Sonic. Voiced by Tim Robinson. Tim Robinson. Did you know that Ugly Sonic wasn't the first choice? They were going to have Jar Jar Binks up in there, but they replaced him with Ugly Sonic. Ugly Sonic's a really good choice, I think, because Jar Jar Binks is kind of that's kind of gone. It's it's kind of out of the zeitgeist. We're kind of we're kind of past that. Um, but I do like an Ugly Sonic. Um, I haven't. I know that that movie exists, but uh, did did you see it in theaters or is it uh, on demand at this point? It's on Disney Plus. It, it's a Disney Plus. That's a Disney Plus joint. Straight to streaming. Oh, that was a straight to streaming. Interesting. Straight to streaming. Highly recommend. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I. Uh, it's what is it? It's Sandberg and Mulaney, right? I wouldn't. I want to say it's basically Roger Rabbit two. Mm-hmm. But it's basically Roger Rabbit two. It's it's Chippendale movie for Disney afternoon cartoons and gadget fucks. Made by people who obviously love Roger Rabbit, and also Roger Rabbit is in it. Roger Rabbit is in it. Roger Rabbit is in it. Jessica Rabbit is in it. Oh wow, they're really pulling out all the the uh, the dip. The dip is in it. Makes an appearance from Roger Rabbit. So Chip and Dale is effectively what you're telling me, like an effective Space Jam two. It's a way better Space Jam two. It's really good. It's like if Space Jam two didn't miss the point. One of the Rescue Rangers got CGI surgery, so they're no longer two D. CGI surgery. One of them is still two D animated, and the other one is CG animated. D- Dale is um, CG and Chip is still tuned. Yeah, and, and the the great thing is like the the main theme of the movie is that tunes are getting becoming in debt. So <laughs> because they can't pay their debt, this like gang takes them and boot bootlegs them, like changes their appearance so that they have to star in bootleg versions of their movies. So capitalism is the villain in this movie. Yeah, yeah, or the hero. Without it, this movie doesn't exist, and I don't want to be in that world. 
That's a good point. <laughs> That's very interesting. I like the I like the sound of that. I wasn't sure what it was going to be. I knew that eventually I would watch it, but I hadn't heard much buzz about it. So I honestly didn't think I was going to like it. That's the problem, I think. They should have they should have definitely hyper advertised this beast and put it out in theaters because I think it's definitely a contender and it seems like nobody has heard of it. I mean, I took my kids to see Boss Baby 2, and I have Peacock, so it was free for me. I would have taken my kids to see this if it were in theaters, for sure. It's interesting the projects that Disney bails on. Because sometimes they're the it seems like they're hyping something up, and then all of a sudden it says, well, just Disney Plus now. Which I don't hate as a delivery method. Because, I mean, you have to pay to get the service. It drives people to the service. Um, but sometimes they just, like, pull the ripcord on these things. And maybe, was it maybe too meta to be, like, a, a Disney mainstay property? But, I mean, I, the fact that Roger Rabbit's in it is buck wild to me. Um, so I, yeah. I'll be tuning in for sure. Almost everyone's in it. Almost everyone's in it. I mean, John Mulaney and Andy Samberg, that, that is a movie draw. I don't know what they were doing. Randy Marsh is in it. Yes. Just for a, a quick second, Randy Marsh is in it. Pretty cool. All the tunes make, a, make an appearance. Yeah, it's a good time. Speaking of odd studio decisions, Sony decided to re-release Morbius <laughs> to theaters. <laughs> yeah, they, they morbed too close to the sun. Yeah, it was not Morbin time, as they thought. They only got 85k more. <laughs> it was not Morbin time, and it, it failed again in the box office. A new bomb. <laughs> it failed twice, and it's so funny that the the Sony execs got absolutely bodied by the internet, just just dunking on them. Yeah, they didn't. They don't understand memes. I guess is the thing. They got dunked so hard that they re-released their own fucking movie that didn't do. I mean, did pretty like well, but it didn't slam dunk. They're like, hang on, this thing got a late buzz. <laughs> let's yeah, throw that. <laughs> let's throw that sucker back in theaters. Wow, everyone's wow, wow. talking about Morbin in an unheard of business decision. <laughs> <laughs> it's so far gone. It's it, okay. The, for the first thing, it was out for forever, and it's not a terrible movie, but it's no, it's not very good, and it's easily lampooned. So the fact. That it, they left it out for so long and then decided you know what the problem was was exposure people just didn't get the chance <laughs> to morb with this guy <laughs> but hey also not not weighing in on this at all but i did see that the petition to replace amber heard in aquaman 2 with bruce campbell has reached three million signatures and bruce campbell said send me a script on twitter and bruce campbell says yep <laughs> It's good times. It's good times held by all. Send me a script. <laughs> that would be groovy. I mean, the final shemp deserves it. I mean, let him let him in those movies. Who cares? That uh, yet again another set of movies that are. Uh, well, I guess they're making a, a second one now. But the first movie, so much shit happened in that movie, and it was all absolutely nuts. And I, it didn't bother me at all. I had no context. I fell asleep for twenty five minutes in that movie. Woke up and I was fine. I understood everything that was going on, sorta. So good. Such a film. <laughs> fantastic it exists it's a great movie are you kidding me willem dafoe a de-aged willem dafoe does like underwater oh, fighting so good come on well that was good come on that was good times they never explained why he's able to breathe on the surface he just can uh yeah he's got gills and lungs well he's a human one he's got the whole package so when like the human ones can they're they're fine with it 
It's just the blue ones. They they get all fucked up. I guess so. One of one of the cooler uh, kind of cold action opens with that Nicole Kidman scene. I love. I did love that that their suits when they when they you know were shot or whatever. There the water came out. The one guy was drowning. That's cool because the suit emptied. Very cool. Fun. It was rough. Uh, this <laughs> great movie. This episode also is is brought to you by me and Dave's other brother has sent me so many. <laughs> Morbius memes <laughs> in the last couple weeks, so it's just it's Mighty Morbin Power Rangers is my favorite. But enough talk! It's Morbin time! <laughs> it's hard to avoid. He also sent me a video, and I think maybe we can probably add a little clip to this uh, of YMCA in a minor key, and it sounds just like Dragon Ball Z music. Pretty good stuff. I dig it. Just let me just throw it out there real quick. That's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like I like I like the more memes. I like I like yeah. very good. They really set themselves up. I mean, they set the tone so perfectly with Venom and then let them be Carnage because those movies similar to Aquaman are just kind of off the wall and just totally buckwild. Just Eddie Brock the character is cuz who is he in that world? But anyhow, some field reporter for some reason who's famous. Well, it's like heightened. Yeah, he's like a he's like a I gotcha vice breaking all the rules kind of guy. I don't know. I wish he would have done an actual crime or something because he did like a crime, but it was like when he broke into the the lab or whatever. But it wasn't like a real crime. Like he didn't do anything bad. I wish we could have seen him be like a bad guy. Speaking of superhero crimes, he doesn't get an arc. I mean, Venom stops eating people, but Eddie, Eddie never really changes. Speaking of superhero crimes. Uh, yes. You were talking about non-Carnage related things, so. Which is odd. So you didn't, you tuned out immediately. I did. I just tuned it right out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to determine who our next comic book book of the month club. Club comic book book is. Comic book. Book author, yeah author will be and we did have some talks ahead of this chat and uh they all wrapped around to good old brian michael bendis mm-hmm. who and uh, and if we haven't determined which one we're gonna do yet but if i get a vote uh he has one called powers which is essentially a couple of uh homicide detectives that work on superhuman ability crimes Ooh. okay i'm here for it which is just a good segue to your to your Venom talk. Yes, yes, Venom in, in the Spider Verse. I um, a kind of a blind spot for me in Bendis uh, was his initial run on Ultimate Spider Man. I actually own those. That might have been the only one I did read of Bendis that I can be like sure of. You you have to have read more Bendis. It's like a, he's got a zillion, dude. <laughs> he you've probably read some. I mean, that I'm saying like I recognize his name from it. You'd have to actively be avoiding him. I see. Yeah, you, 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 he's one of these guys because he's pretty prolific. He's written on a million billion things. Uh, he, he's been in the game a long time. His b- bookography, what the fuck? His his bibliography. Yeah, you nailed it, bookography. But his bookography is dense. He's he's worked for all the major people. He's worked for himself, um, and really took the lead on a lot of different um, storylines, especially uh, kind of uh, ones that the MCU 
uh, picked up a lot of uh, thoughts and ideas from. Uh, I actually got back into comics um, and bought the, my first comics in a long time, uh, years and years ago this was, uh, since I was a kid, and I bought uh, New Avengers. Oh, is that is that Bendis too? Then okay, then uh, that is the first new Ben Avengers run is Bendis where Spider Man joins, uh, and that's a really entertaining run. Then I did I did do that one too. Oh yeah, he does uh he does New Avengers, Secret War, House of M, Secret Invasion, Siege, Age of Ultron. Oh okay, well I've read a few. I okay, I didn't realize how much Bendis I've read. See, that's the thing. I probably read more Bendis than anybody else at this point. <laughs> That's why I thought we might want to talk about him. Yeah, wow, he's done. He's done it all. Yeah, you have to actively avoid him if you're not going to read it because he's he's literally everywhere, and he certainly has his haters in the comics community. Is he like the uh, like like he a dime a dozen books or whatever? He's you get the you get the thing when he someone is very good at what they do, so a lot of people want them to do uh, their thing. For for that for them, so Bendis does Bendis's thing very well. So people say, "Hey, Bendis, come do a Bendis for us." So he becomes kind of like ubiquitous and everywhere. Uh, and then people kind of like, "Well, yeah, everything's just Bendis. He just does the same thing." But like, well, that's what people want. They want him to do his thing. So you know, there's a lot of backlash. But I, I think that uh, for the most part, his stuff is normally when he has a good idea, a new idea for a property, it changes things in really interesting ways. He's a person who you can tell loves comics and understands comics on a um on a extremely uh, broad level and, and understands how people read and enjoy comics too so is he like the james patterson of comics like he has a formula he could plug anything into that formula and make it good is that what the is that what the, he's like the tom clancy of superheroes he's a tom clancy <laughs> <laughs> no i'm saying is that the is that the criticism though is that like the, he's like the danielle Steele. <laughs> I w- the way I found James Patterson is I said books for old people. <laughs> I couldn't remember his name. Yeah, he's like the he's like the Sue Grafton <laughs> of the comics world. Well, I think he. Is that, I'm, I'm asking, is that the criticism? Do they say he's just a formulaic? P is for powers. He does Stop a lot it. of. Um, he helmed a lot of the big events. So, like Sam was mentioned, like Secret War, the uh, Dark Reign, Dark Avengers. Uh, Purple Rain, Purple Rain, um, and Siege, things like that, and then Chocolate, Chocolate Rain. Up until when I kind of uh, bowed out, it was a heroic age. Is when I stopped reading like obsessively. I was all caught up in it then, and I kind of stepped back then as well. But no, I, I think he's just a big name, and people like to to point out. You know, he he stands out because he's a standout. I think he just becomes a target for things. But he does a lot of crime noir stuff and a lot of superhero stuff. Yeah, lots of crime stuff. So the pow- powers being like a like homicide detectives. He did a spinoff of the Spawn series, Sam and Twitch, which is uh, their police New York police officers in the Spawniverse. Oh, yeah, that would suck. That would suck to be just a regular person in in the Spawniverse, man. Oof. Yeah, that's no good. You know what? Something I just found out today is that um, Venom in the symbiote suit kind of had existed, but um, in what like the the late eighties, early nineties, Todd McFarlane did a little run, and he's responsible for like the drooly big teeth, uh, spooky Venom. See, I, I like the drooly big teeth, spooky Venom. So that that kind of tracks for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
that he was a, he was a phenomenon certainly that he encompassed like all of the things about 90s it's like the perfect antithesis of that anti-hero age all roads lead back to venom <laughs> See? as they should there you go the lethal protector himself yeah but then mcfarland was like okay i'll go do my own thing now i got this and then kind of yeah like there you go launched image i really like i i don't i don't really like the comics the Venom comics? But I really enjoy... No, not Spawn, but... The Spawn comics? Oh, uh, okay. I was going to say the Venom comics are dope. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, uh, I, I really... Uh, it's something that I enjoy that exists, but I don't personally read or care about at all. Uh, the character in the comic series Savage Dragon... Do you guys... Have you ever read Savage Dragon? You know what this, this is? This sounds pretty edgy. Let me take a look at it. Is it like the sequel to Savage Garden? It's really the same letters if you think about it. I bet you uh, that Savage Dragon, if it was kind of like a diegetic music thing, that they would be playing Savage Garden, certainly. Yeah, and they would have a chip of cherry cola, or whatever that means. The first thing I found... Ooh, I want you, I don't know if I need you. I'm going to drop an image in the chat, and it is evocative. Oh. That's the first thing I found when I clicked on this. Put your safe search on, Dave. I made a mistake. <laughs> Brappalorch? Uh, she's... <laughs> she's she's diarrhea. No. No. She's shooting period blood at them. Her superhero name is Heavy Flow. Oh, it's period blood. Oh, okay. I see. So whenever, now now actually as the brappa is what made me think like a fart noise. But now that I see the... Now that I'm really considering the lorch of it... The lorch. <laughs> It, you, you you were focused too much on the Brappa and not enough on the Lorch. That happens to the best of us. Yes, and then and then the the person that they're Brappa Lorching is saying Glug. That's really unfortunate. Yes, unfortunately for our own safety, we cannot actually describe the act taking place in this image, but I'd be more than happy to host it on our website over at nerdaplexy.com. <laughs> Head on over and know. And is BrappaLorch.com taken? Brappa. No, it's not. The site cannot be reached. Brappa. Say gulp. Did you say gulp? It says gulp. Glug. Glub. He says glug. Is it? Uh, I didn't zoom. So that must. That's it's glub. Glub. That sounds I like. See, a, but still, glub is still a very swallowing uh, motion for it, sure. It but no, he, yeah, he's just like Savage Dragon is a green guy, like a Doctor Zoidberg fin going up the top. Uh, and he wears uh, jeans and a t-shirt, like a tank top, wife beater. That's it. That's his whole, that's it. That's the whole thing. Why aren't we doing this then? That's just accoutrement. I've never read one. I have no idea. Well, now we have something to look forward to in the future. Savage Dragon. I mean, we could we, we could, we could zag and we can do it, but I don't know that it would be a, it's a 1992 would be the first one. <laughs> Eric Larson. That sounds familiar. First appearance is Paul Dragon. Fuck off. <laughs> that's just his name is paul paul dragon it was pronounced my name is paul dragon they call me savage dragon get out of here no they don't you call you that N none of these names are as cool as dick sprang okay well i do enjoy this apparently eric larson was the creator a batman author boy, 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 boy. dick sprang of savage dragon and savage dragon um he created a child in elementary school. Of course. 
So he made he made homemade comics, like you know, a lot of a lot of kids do. But apparently, um, he uh, uses used those to make some uh, some comics and some other comic characters. That's fun. Yeah, it's like uh, Adventures of Captain Underpants or Axe Cop or Axe Cop. Axe Cop is a real while it's still happening. Those are the stories <laughs> that 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 a child is actively telling. Uh, but yeah, okay. I like that. Um, okay, so it seems like... What do you guys think about uh, Russell T. Davies coming back to Doctor Who? I think I have no idea what you're talking about. So The, the old the showrunner that everyone loved and then got pushed out. I, I do know what he's talking about, and I don't know. Maybe that's uh, that would be uh, enough to get interested in it again. Yet again, not enough buzz has really come across my table doctor who wise to make me reinvest in all that 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 dude from sex education or whatever at shooty gotwa is going to be the new doctor it's gonna be pretty cool i think uh yeah i'm interested uh, in the new transformations i know uh, i know like that or the what are they called regenerations are taking place uh but i watched about three episodes into the season after matt smith and then i i i kind of just put it up with um Peter Capaldi. Yeah, I kind of just put it away after that. I, ne- I never, I never got. Oh, I, I like Peter. I was just kind of bored. I think I was Doctor Who'd out for a while. I'll circle back maybe in ten years. It happens. It happens. I haven't seen any of the Jodie Whittaker episodes yet, but I'm going to. I'm just it's taking me a long time to get back to it. Like you, <laughs> I did make it through most of Peter Capaldi though. Is it still on Netflix? I think it's on HBO. Oh, I think you're right, actually. Okay. Well, maybe some rainy day, but they're making new shows. The Stranger Things just came out. Uh, and I'm Well, I guess it didn't just came out. It came out a while ago, especially when you're hearing this. But uh, I haven't gotten a chance to dig into that yet. I haven't watched a second of it. That's the strangest thing of all. No. Have you Have you watched any of the seasons? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm caught up to this one. You know... Whenever they said they were splitting the season in half, it sort of slowed me to that play button because I was like, "Well, same here. I'm I'm just waiting till July for the whole thing to be out." I, I have so many shows that I hurry up and wait on, and this is one I could probably just wait. <laughs> I I really as interesting as it is, I've kind of uh, come back around to weekly releases, especially for new shows. I think the the Disney Plus model, I think it kind of builds excitement, especially for me um, watching some shows maybe that I'm not as interested in. Like uh, Moon Knight, I think, really uh, benefited from being one at a time for me just because I don't, if I had them all, I would have watched two and then thought, okay, I'll finish this eventually and never done that. But since it was the thing that was happening, I watched it. I don't mind weekly, weekly releases, but... If you have all the episodes done, don't don't stop me in the middle of the season. Maybe they're trying to generate that same kind of thing with a little mid-season break to try to generate more buzz or something. Right. I mean, Better Call Saul, you know, they did this. Every show seems like, and every... Ozark did it. Every big movie series even does it now where, like, this is the final movie... Part one. Right. I did notice the episodes are really long on this, this latest season. I uh, look through and they're like hour 20, hour 10, things like that. It's fine by me, but... That's another reason why I haven't started. It seems like a big undertaking. It's like a movie. Right, right. Yeah, an hour 20... That's if if <laughs> that that's my ideal movie at this point. Give me if yes. If, if we get out <laughs> before ninety minutes, I'm pretty pleased. 
I think a lot of movies suffer for trying to make themselves too long. I mean, if you're a short movie, that's fine. That's why I I do love streaming because a lot of things are like that. Like, okay, yeah, this is we're just gonna be done. It six episodes. All right, peace out. We're out of here. But that's that's all the story we got. You know, sometimes that's fine. There's a Savage Dragon TV show. Did you say this? I didn't. TV series? No. Mark Hamill's one of the voices. Oh, like a cartoon. The dragon's voiced by Jim Cummings, a.k.a. Winnie the Pooh, and the Tasmanian Devil, and Darkwing Duck. 1995, that show came out. And Tigger, and Pete. Jim Cummings has done a few things. Whoa. Uh, Rene Abarjanois is in it. Frank Welker. Thank you. I can't say his last name. I really appreciate that. Frank Welker's in everything. When he dies, it's going to be very bad for cartoons. Frank Welker has been Scooby-Doo. Oh, I'm sure they haven't. If they can AI generate Val Kilmer for Top Gun 2, they can AI generate Frank Welker. He's got literally a thou- like over a thousand credits, I think, on IMDb. So they've they've got some of his voice to work with if they wanted to. So you guys are mentioning the um, the voice of Winnie the Pooh. Do you think that they will get him in to do the voice for uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey? I really hope they do. I am... I am legitimately excited to watch this movie. <laughs> Pooh and Piglet go on a rampage. I need this in my life. Ah. Yeah, so Winnie the Pooh has now entered into the public domain, meaning that anyone can make anything with Winnie the Pooh and the Winnie the Pooh characters because it's been uh, long enough. So someone uh, decided, well, A.A., a., uh, no, not A.A. Milne. That's A.A. Milne is the person who wrote it, but Waterfield... Yes, who uh, wrote and co-produced the film. The main villains going on a rampage. Christopher Robin. Okay, so here's the kind of the brief thing. Christopher Robin is pulled away from them, uh, and he's not he's not giving them food, and it's made Pooh and Piglet's <laughs> life quite difficult. <laughs> so they've essentially become feral. Oh, life without honey. Uh, and they've they've gone back to their animal roots. The only way I'll watch. But I didn't know Pooh bears could drive in real life. Yeah, well... Shot in 10 days in England. Yes. <laughs> Unless he's bottomless. I'm not watching it. Ooh, that's interesting. Oh, shit, Piglet's scary. Piglet's like a straight-up boar. Um, and no, it appears... I'm looking at a Pooh image. That are, uh, Pooh and Piglet are sneaking up on a woman in a hot tub. A woman in a hot tub. On a girl in a hot tub. Uh, and and Pooh appears to be wearing overalls. But you don't see the bottom section, so... If you know what? You're absolutely correct. Solid. Solid take. Dear Lord. What a strange timeline. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm going to watch this movie. I don't know about in theaters, if it even comes out in theaters, but I'm going to watch this movie. I'm not even going to watch it in theory. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll let somebody else to, um, go through this. Oh, they got the girl from Dinosaur Prison for this movie. Just kidding. I've never heard of Dinosaur Prison, but the subheading for it on IMDb is a prison that has caged dinosaurs, full stop. <laughs> so like Jurassic Park. That's the, that's the, no, that's, that's the whole description of the movie <laughs> is a prison that has caged dinosaurs. As far as I know, this isn't even a movie. It's just a place. Dinosaur Prison. It's also Reese Frake Waterfield. So this guy is, he's having quite a moment as well. <laughs> he's like a... He's like a poor man's Robert Eggers. So is the man who's making Blood and Honey the same man who made Dinosaur Prison? Yes, making dino- he's making a dinosaur prison. Oh, oh, just a dinosaur prison. That, yeah, okay. 
It seems like nothing. Nothing's popping up on the storyline except for a prison that has caged dinosaurs. Do you think they have people too? That's. I mean, give me your elevator pitch, bud. It's a prison for dinosaurs. Oh, okay, done. It's like Oz meets Jurassic Park. I'm here for it. Oz meets Jurassic Park is very evocative. Yeah, except for all of the unwanted. You know, the, the, now hear me out. I don't have to say it. More of it, except for that's that's the pitch. Oh, uh, because of that's the movie. Because of you got brontosauruses in there. You've got velociraptors. How's that going to work? To small cell, big dinos. We'll see. <laughs> I took a. I took a. I took a haunted prison tour recently. West Virginia Penitentiary. Was it a dinosaur prison? Oh, I've taken that. That's a good tour. It's a good time. Yeah, except we didn't do the ghost part. It was just during the day. Did you go to the the mess hall? There's like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles painting on the wall. Oh, uh, th- that was in the uh, like full contact room. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's what it is. Bro, it's just extremely depressing. Every Every part, every fact the man told us, I was like... Yeah, no ghosts, just sad. Yeah, you want to go on a sad tour? Well, yeah, we just you you got y'all did torture here for like two hundred years, huh? Okay, bummer. And then they're like, you want to get locked in the cell? Yeah, I toured the Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that was the same. The, our tour was about the same. I did the ghost tour for it, but the, no ghosts, just sad, just pretty, just kind of a bummer. No, we know some people from the area, and apparently, uh, after the jail shut down, stories of like ghost stories popped up, and it got really popular. It was used uh, in the first season of MTV's Fear, if you remember that show. Oh yeah, that was a really was good, a good one. one. Fear or Fear Factor? They do both. No fear. They locked a bunch of uh, coeds in like a scary place, and then made them do tasks. And it had these like camera rigs. It was like a selfie rig, basically. And then they like, made them walk through these spooky places at night. So one of the tasks and played with the lights and stuff. Yeah, one of the tasks was like you had to like sit alone in the haunted cafeteria, or um, like you had to like go down to the basement and the- get this thing out of the cell. And like obviously they had like producers hiding around and making noises to make sure people freaked out. But it was a good show. Um, it was right around the paranormal uh, ac- like activity kind of Blair Witch craze. But uh, we went there on a field trip in high school to Moundsville. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, we we went with Mr. Beard. I went with Miss Nucy for like an AP civics. It's like, what does this have to do with civics? Makes sense. Almost anything, I guess. Yeah. Now as I think of it, it makes more sense because of the whole, yeah the all the overcrowding and stuff. But we didn't learn anything. We just went and looked at the place. It wasn't there was no like overarching lesson to it. It was just kind of like a I don't know. We have the budget to go on a field trip if you guys want to go. And Moundsville's a thing. It's really old. Yeah, they got it registered as a national landmark. Uh, okay, so I think we should probably decide what a book to look at. Powers, I believe I saw on the hoopla. I feel like Powers is a good choice. And you know we kind of all know the story, Spiderman. Yeah, and it's it's now since it's like everything everyone knows about Spider-Man from it comes basically from Ultimate Spider-Man. Would be like just treading over a lot of the same ground we've already not that we've already talked about necessarily, but that we're gonna talk about when we get to Sam Raimi. Although Sam Raimi wouldn't have been Ultimate's Ultimate would be more like 
The uh, Sam Raimi is more of like the the Ditko sixties. Oh, fair enough. Which you know, and and the Ultimates are basically a, a new version of that, an updated version because of the Spider-Man movies. Because in what two thousand two or whatever, when the Spider-Man movie comes out, if you were just to jump into a fucking issue of the Amazing Spider-Man, she would probably be crazy. It's like Spider-Man's like fighting his clone or something, and like people would be like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, they're like. It's we're time for a reset. Yeah, Madam Web is here yelling at him for fighting his clone too hard. It's funny that they created the Ultimate Universe because the regular one was too convoluted and they need to reset. And then, like four years later, the Ultimate, they're like, "Oh fuck, you're way off the rails." <laughs> now, I I'd be down for in the future reading rereading Rain, which is one of the darker comic books I've ever read. Uh, who who wrote that one? Um, uh, what kind of rain? Art, uh, care, Andrews. Uh, the when Spider Man's old. Yeah, that the Craven Hunter one. Oh, that's a good one. It's really good. It's super dark. I would like to do that maybe later, but I think Powers sounds really interesting. All right, well, let's call it Powers. I think that's a the, a good mix of his superhero stuff and you know his kind of crime noir. Yeah, and it, it keeps us superhero adjacent. Uh, you know, Bendis has done a lot of the the big guys, uh, the big stables, as you were. So this is maybe something that a lot of folks hadn't read incidentally. So I think it's good for the comic book, Book of the Month Club. So that's the one that you should check out. Head on over to your library or your library app and download Powers by Brian Michael Bendis. All right. Well, I think that'll just about do it uh, for us here at the Nerdaplexy mini episode studios it's a different smaller studio that's um kind of like haphazard and thrown together i always put my head on the way in yeah on a slapdash manner also you know make sure you watch your step on the way out uh but you can stay up to date with all you need to know head on over to nerdaplexy.com um and see what we've got going on you can also uh, go to your podcatcher of choice and give us a five star rating. Don't go, don't go fucking around. Give us one star, five stars only, please. Yeah, yeah. You jag hole, you jag holes. <laughs> we're coming, or we're coming for you. So yeah, let 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 us know what you think of the episode so far, and you can do that over at Pod on Twitter where you'll be interacting with our social media Mysterio Day. Yeah, you can hit me up with your uh, your weird Mysterio fan fiction at the face of Dave. Uh, and you could <laughs> bottomless only, like Sam says, for Winnie the Pooh. Um, yeah, you can hit, hit me up. I will instinctively reply, and if I don't, I'll get, like, itchy. So if you send me a tweet, I will reply to it. Excellent. Uh, you can send me a message over at letterbox at read underscore nerdaplexy. Sam's at pgh underscore svh on the Twitter. Check us out next time we'll be, when we will be watching the basically comic adjacent movie Street Fighter. I'm not going to pass up Raul Julian and JCVD in the same movie. 
It would have been a sin. JCVD's coattails were made to be ridden on, if you know what I mean. Yeah, we got Agent because of that cake. Agent May in there from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. too, so... Chock full of comic book stuff. So uh, be sure to check that out. And uh, until we meet again, I'd like to leave you with this thought to ponder. Is it more interesting to you guys that uh, Jim Cummings, the voice of Winnie the Pooh's full name is James Jonah Cummings? Or is it more interesting that he's 69 years old? Ah, nice. 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 Uh, nice. The Jonah part, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. The Jonah part is pretty good. J. Jonah Cummings, maybe 69. Come on. He knew what he was doing when he got this old. <laughs> when he got this old? <laughs> when, the, when the passage of time <laughs> happened to him. He was like, man, 69 is going to be really funny with my last name. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking got him. <laughs> Fucking got him. <laughs>